0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your
1: life. Create your
0: life. Create your life.
1: Create your life. Create your life. Create la tua vita. Create your life. And your life
0: better create your life (laughs) create your life create your life create your life Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and it is a wonderful day to be alive, to be around, creating our lives. Uh, so happy to be here. And, you know, as you know, uh, last week, I had the opportunity to tell you about my 30-day goals challenge. So I want to ask you, what goals have you been working toward and or what goals are you reaching this summer? Um, you know, during my announcement last week, uh, I talked about, you know, taking an accelerated approach to attacking my larger goals and gaining momentum and consistency in my approach. You know, like I said, it's presented some challenging moments so far, but for the most part, you know, my hunger and my passion for getting the goals has kept me going. So why do I say this? Why do I want to make this a point? Uh, is yes, it's the summer and there's so much to do and it's easy to bounce from week to week, filling up your days with fun trips and excitement and all the things summer. But you know what? We deserve those things, recreation, fun, and it's so important for your health and sanity, especially, you know, for entrepreneurs. But when you've really committed to your goals and your vision, you have fun for you. And yes, you know, you, you don't put your goals on pause. They should always be before you. So don't let too much summer fun distract you from what you really want in creating your best life, because believe me, beautiful people, you can have both, fun and do the work. So... You know, that's just a big focus for the summer is to make sure that while we're grinding, while we're making things happen, that we're still still putting in and and making a great effort to make things happen and create our lives. So we're going to cut to a quick musical break and then we're going to bring on our guest who we have here, who's all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, uh, quite the diva, but also quite the one to uh, to build community and help people to uh, engage in healthy eating. So we have no other than uh, Miss Kia Noel Brown. Kia, please say hello to the Create Your Life Series family.
1: Hello, family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's so modest. So Kia, you're the community garden manager in Nashville, Tennessee, and you work for the National Food Project?
1: The Nashville Food Project. Oh, sorry. Yes. The
0: Nashville Food Project. Mm-hmm. Okay. So You've been a community gardener for about two years now.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Um, what is the Nash- Nashville Food Project?
1: Um, so the Nashville Food Project, um, we are a nonprofit organization with the mission to cultivate community and alleviate hunger by growing, cooking, and sharing food. And so we do that by um, having production gardens that we grow food in specifically for the food project and the kitchens that we then um we take the food from the <laughs> the gardens that we're at and then we take it into one of two kitchens. We also get a lot of food donated to us um, from different grocery stores and restaurants. All of that gets whipped up in our kitchens and is then uh, created and turned into either a lunch or dinner or a snack. And then it's moved off to different uh, community partners that we have throughout Nashville. And all of that food is for free.
0: Okay, now with... With that, who are some of the people or the communities that you're serving? Because you say you guys serve about five different communities. Am I correct on that? Or
1: um, uh, the, So the part that I work with, uh, mm-hmm. um, the community gardens, uh, which is kind of like a different aspect of the program. So mm-hmm. the community gardens that we work with, yes, we do work with five different um, garden spaces. And each of the gardens looks a little bit different. They're either focused on immediate neighborhood. So Mm -hmm. really trying to get the people from the neighborhoods that we have a garden kind of invested into the community garden, really just building community. Mm -hmm. Or we're um, working with new American populations of people. So um, at each garden, we'd have uh, some people from uh, Burma. We have we work with people from Bhutan, and then we also work with peoples from uh, Western and Central Africa.
0: Okay, what is the actual point of community gardening?
1: Um, so the point of community gardening um, is really one to bring people's focus back to the land and back to the earth and really have people be connected with their food system. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also to bring people together. Um, to, just like in our mission, to cultivate community. So we would want, we want to bring people together who might not necessarily know one another, especially like from the neighborhoods and stuff like that, really just to get people connected to each other as well as the food source.
0: One might say that there's a lot of grocery stores in different neighborhoods and, you know, that grocery stores offer everything that you might need. So why, you know, how important is, or why is urban agriculture that important then?
1: um it's important for a couple of different reasons so with the new american population of people a lot of the vegetables that they are used to eating and uh, growing. If they go to the grocery store here, all those vegetables are extremely expensive because they are exotic vegetables. And so helping out those populations of people by helping them to be able to grow their own vegetables Mm -hmm. instead of having to go to the grocery store and spend um, ridiculous amounts of money um, for different types of mustard greens.
0: Okay. So would you say that there's a price advantage to doing your basically community gardening.
1: Oh, definitely. You get a packet of seeds for probably about two to three dollars and inside that packet you have at least a hundred seeds and each one of those seeds can turn into food. Um, So it is definitely a better um, get more bang for your buck and you actually know the process that your food went to to get onto your plate.
0: And with that, what if you're from somewhere, like you said, Burma, and you're used to having a certain vegetable or certain things that uh, come with your meals, that you make with your meals, Mm -hmm. in the supermarket, you know, they might cost you know, a whole lot more. But if you can find those seeds, then is that one of the advantages of being in the community garden? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, is how we... Because we try to support our growers in any way that we can. And so that's mm-hmm. just one of the layers of support um, that we provide. Um, we help them... We have different types of seed catalogs. And so we each... Um, Before the beginning of each growing season, we kind of go through each of the catalogs and pick out, like, the different types of seeds, things that they're used to seeing or things that uh, they grew up with um, back in their home countries, and we try to provide that seed for them, or we try to connect them with different suppliers so that they'd be able to kind of purchase the seed themselves.
0: Wow. Okay. You were volunteering with uh, AmeriCorps. Yes. For how long were you doing that?
1: Uh, I did that for a year. It was uh, with another program inside of the AmeriCorps umbrella called Mm -hmm. FEMA Corps. And so I was working with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and I was either at a regional office to help prepare for a natural disaster, or I was at an actual natural disaster. And so... Uh, yeah, I was with a team of eight people and in a 15-passenger van riding across the country.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. So what were some of the states that you had the opportunity to do this volunteer service in?
1: Um, so we were based in uh, um, Sacramento.
0: Okay. And so not far from my hometown, Vallejo?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not too far. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, based in Sacramento. And then from there, we went to uh, Texas mm-hmm. and then to Arizona, to Kentucky, to New York, Mm -hmm. um, and then clear across the country to Washington State.
0: Mm. Okay. So, Kia, for me, it sounds like you have, you majored in geography, graduated from?
1: The University of Memphis.
0: The University of Memphis. And then upon graduating, you went, did you go straight into AmeriCorps, or what was your path?
1: I didn't. I actually took a break from all types of schoolwork, and I lived in Atlanta for a couple of years. Okay.
0: Doing, if you don't mind me asking.
1: <laughs> retail. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah, not too much.
0: Well, see, I beg to differ. You were doing something. And, you know, that's the path of creating. Mm-hmm. You know, creating your life is, to me, what you've done is you've jumped out and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to live on my own terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you did, you know, your, your time, I guess you want to call it in retail. Right. right? <laughs> you, you know, of course, we're... Uh, it's a service-related industry, right? Oh. It's still a service industry. Mm-hmm. And then you took that and you said, you know what, let me go across California and really help people who need, you know, who could use your services or, you know, your impact. So this is social impact to an extent, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that, you, that you're that you having. And now you're back home in Tennessee. Right. And you're you're doing this and you're helping people literally from across the world. So you're like this global... Like you got got this global impact going on right now, you know, creating that life, helping other people (laughs) create theirs in a healthy way too. Um, What has been some of the inspiration for you to take this untraditional route and kind of like, I guess, stay the course?
1: Um, uh, I I believe it's actually, it started um, during my time in AmeriCorps. I was uh, volunteering at an organic farm there. And it was, like, a potluck and a harvest festival and stuff like that. And so we're here making flower crowns, but they invited us to partake in the potluck. And so I'm thinking of a potluck, and it's like, okay, you know, you have, like, store-bought goods and, like, the you go to Publix or Kroger's or Fairway or whatever, and you get, like, a pie that is already made and stuff like that. So all that, that is what I'm expecting. But once I get there, it is all of these fresh fruits and vegetables and, like— Roasted root vegetables and like freshly baked salmon. And then you had everybody who brought like their own like homemade dishes. And you can tell that these were homemade. And so I'm like, my mind is being blown out of the water by this potluck. And then I look up to see everybody like sitting down and talking to each other. Everybody who buys into this community garden is here to support and it's different cultures, different ethnicities. And everybody's just like laughing and sharing um, this moment with this great food, and that's kind of what inspired me. And so every day in my job, I just get to do more of the same things, just connect people to good food and also connect people to each other.
0: Wow. So doing this, and I know oftentimes, especially for those uh, who create their lives, how important has your family been in your journey and supporting you in your dream of, you know, basically building community and making a global impact?
1: Mm. They have been extremely instrumental. Um, I feel like when you're doing a non-traditional path, like you always have those moments where you just start questioning yourself and you start like questioning, you know, your decisions. It's like, I'm this young person I'm making the decisions for the rest of my life. And it's scary once you think about it like that. And so you always need people in your corner to kind of like remind you that, you know, you are a smart and capable individual. And if this is where you feel that your path is going to, then you have to believe in that. And sometimes you just need people to kind of give you that push that you need to kind of stay the course and be
0: true to yourself. And what does that push, uh, coming from your family or from your, your uh, support group, what does that push look like for you? Like, give us some, some examples, you know, like what is something that's been said to you?
1: Um, so, yeah, mostly, mostly these pushes come in these, girl, why are you bothering me with all this stuff? You know exactly what you're doing. It's more like this tough love mm-hmm. type of push. Who's like, giving it to you? Of course, uh, my grandmother, you know, Marie Brown, my mom, um, and my brother. Um, So a lot of my immediate family just because I do a lot of second-guessing. And Mm -hmm. so it's more so um, the push is, hey, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You, I've been around, like, especially from like my grandmother and my mom, they're like, you know, we've been around so many different types of people and what you're doing is okay. You don't have to have, and you don't have to lead a traditional life because you are not a traditional person. Right. And so mostly just to stay true to yourself and focus on doing things that you love to do because eventually you'll get to the place where you need to be.
0: Wow. That's that's game right there. And what's interesting is what you just said is that you don't have to lead a traditional life because you're not a traditional person. Mm -hmm. Um, One quote that I know from your grandmother is life is a marathon and you can't run it by trying to be someone else. Mm -hmm. And so having that space to be able to create and be yourself is so huge in going on your path. Um, Who would you say are some of the most influential people? Um, whether it be family or not family, that have helped you to kind of see that, you know, being untraditional is okay. I know that your family gives you that affirmation at times, mm-hmm. but sometimes there's people outside of our immediate family or certain experiences that we may have had that was kind of like, you know, you might have understood that you, wasn't, you were non-traditional when you were 13 years old, mm-hmm. you know, or that you were going to go out and do whatever it is that you wanted to and create your life. When did that moment happen for you that you decided, yo, I'm creating my life and I'm on my own path?
1: Um... Gosh, I feel you're asking me these questions and now I realize just how pivotal AmeriCorps was for me. Um, It was not necessarily a single person, Mm -hmm. um, but more of like a collective feel that I got once I was in AmeriCorps. Because you have, it is an age group from, people are like from 18 to 25. Mm -hmm. And so you have people who haven't even been to college yet to people who are already out of it. Mm -hmm. And kind of just all in this kind of lost space. Like some people um, uh, really love doing like the AmeriCorps and the FEMA Corps work, but I found out a lot of people were just kind of like in this in-between space, and it was realizing that I was one of these lost in-between people, and then also realizing that there were more people out there like myself. And yeah, realizing that that is okay, and that not everybody not everybody knows exactly what they're going to be doing and that it's it's fine to kind of make your own path in life.
0: Mm. What would you say to somebody who's a non traditional person who's creating their life? Well, what would you tell them that they should do right now?
1: Um, I would say to kind of sit down, um, if, especially if you don't quite know what it is that you want to do. Um, I would sit down and I would write out a list of things that you love doing, but then also write out a list of things that you that absolutely terrify you because a lot of the times it is mic- a mixture of what you love doing while also doing things that frighten you. Um, just because, like, once something frightens you, it's like you're afraid to fail, and so you always kind of get into the mind frame of not wanting to commit to something especially because like it's something that you really want and you don't want to fail at it so yeah just kind of being honest and being truthful with yourself and being oh and knowing that it's okay to make mistakes and that mistakes are a part of the journey i know it's all very like woo but like (laughs) mistakes are part of the journey so it helps to create
0: the person that you want to be no, I think it matters. You know, without mistakes, I feel like you miss out on some of the best parts and the best things. That's where the lessons are learned at uh, oftentimes. So that that really, really makes a huge difference. Um, what's your favorite food to grow?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't grown it yet. I'm really interested in growing Brussels sprouts just because they grow, like, on a stalk. But I do one of my great aha moments happened um, when I realized that green bell peppers and red bell peppers and yellow and orange bell peppers are all one bell pepper. Like, you just keep it on the vine, and it changes colors depending on if you have, like, a green to red variety or if you have a a green to yellow variety. So, yeah, that was a big aha moment.
0: Okay, so here's a question, and we ask all of our guests this. What three things would you tell someone looking to create their best life?
1: What three things? Hmm. Okay. Well, number one, I would say um, to not be discouraged if you're surrounded by people who already know what it is that they want to do. Um, to not um, Have other people influence you so much so that you feel that you are failing in some point or in some manner. Um, Second one. Gosh. I feel like that first one was just, it's a major, for at least me personally, like that was like the major influences, um, the major thing for me to learn in my life was just to like, stop letting other people influence my decisions. And so it would just be that.
0: Okay. So you got anything else for, for our listeners for the create your life series family, for those that's looking to create their best life.
1: Yeah. Just be happy and do whatever it is that makes you happy. Um, and, Don't worry about anything else because it's really, this is your one life. And so whatever brings you joy, just go out and do it and do it to the fullest.
0: Okay. Well, I think that that's important. We definitely have to, uh, have to be able to, to create our lives, but enjoy doing it while we're doing it. So you hit it right on the head with that. How can we stay in contact with you? How can people keep up with you? Do you have any social media handles or anything like that?
1: Um, I do. Um, so My uh, Instagram account (laughs) is uh, Munchichi, M-U-N-C-H-I-C-H-I underscore four seven eight two. And it's basically just me and the different things that I do inside of the garden. Um, You can also follow uh, the organization that I work for. Uh, It is the Nashville Food Project. And that is on both uh, Instagram and Facebook And so you can definitely follow to see what is happening uh, closely in the gardens, but as well as our kitchens and stuff like that.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, Kia, thank you so much for being on the Create Your Life series today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, Absolute pleasure.
1: Hi, I'm Diane. I have a daughter, Nikki, and she's a senior at high school. She just got accepted for early decision into college. Prior to taking Kevin's program, we were pretty overwhelmed because her college debt after her merit scholarships looks like it's going to be about 150,000 in four years. Feeling pretty overwhelmed about that 150,000 potential debt. I decided to enroll in Kevin's debt-free College Academy full course program and I have to say the value for the money uh, for what we got out of the program was absolutely amazing. Kevin takes you step by step with many, many different tips and many different strategies for not only the student but for us as parents, for our student, things that we can do to really help save money and prepare.
0: If you or your child are looking to save money on college costs, sign up for Defrey College Academy today at DebtFreeCollegeAcademy.com using coupon code FREECOLLEGE. Beautiful people, if you enjoyed this episode of the Create Your Life series, be sure to download it from our podcast, which is available on CreateYourLifeSeries.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Music. Also, be sure to leave a review of the podcast. You can catch us live on Sundays from 5 30 to 6 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via 90.3 FM in New York or on Facebook Live at Facebook.com backslash Kev Brown1. We encourage you to participate in the conversation on Facebook or call in at 212-650-6903. Follow us on Instagram at CYL Series and at Kevin Y Brown. Be blessed, and we'll see you back here live next week. Creator. Pro Create
1: your life Quan Create your life Create la tua vita Create your
0: life You better create your
1: life. <laughs> create
0: your life Create your life Create your life Create your life.